This week's episode of I'm Not Watching That is brought to you by Shoes. Buy Shoes. They're good for your feet. Hi everybody, it's Craig from the I'm Not Watching That podcast. Just before the show starts, um, I have a confession to make. You'll probably notice in the intro when I do it, there's a deliberate mistake and I get the name of the podcast wrong. Obviously we're kind of new to this podcast in Lark, so we're still learning, but um, I should probably have got the name right in the first place. In my defence, I um, had a bit of a hangover and I'd just woken up from a nap when Graham was like, let's record the podcast. So... Um, when you read it, when you hear it, sorry, um, you'll see that, yeah, I muck up the name. But next time we'll get the name right. Thanks. Hi there, welcome to the I'm Not Listening to That podcast. This is episode two and I'm the one in the hot seat this week as it's Graham's choice. So Graham, do you want to introduce the movie? Yep, so this week it's the um, best movie ever made, also known as Terminator 2 Judgment Day. So the film from 1991. So why did you pick this? So this is genuinely my favourite film ever. Um, I... Remember going to see it at the cinema when I was a teenager. Um, I would have probably been what fourteen that in those days. I can remember getting taken to the cinema and dropped off with my mate, and we went to see it, and it was genuinely the best film I've ever seen. Um, James Cameron's made some awesome films. Um, True he's also, lies. He's also made some crap. Terminator. Um, I'm joking. I was actually <laughs> thinking about that one with the big blue folk. What's it called? Oh, Avatar. Yeah, no, I... And I still don't understand who asked for like 15 sequels to that film, but never mind. Yeah, no, I have to admit, when it comes to James Cameron, um, it's very much hit or miss for me. I like True Lies. That's my favourite of his movies. Um, I like Titanic. I like the original Terminator. That was just a joke. Um, Aliens? Aliens, obviously. Um, and then after that, I do start to kind of peter out. I don't think I've ever seen The Abyss. The that, Abyss is a good film. Um, oh, I'll make a note of that one. Oh, God. Um, and Avatar, I was bored by. Didn't get it. Avatar's three quarters there a good film. It's just far too long. No, uh, I'm not. Nobody's ever going to convince me that that was a good film, I'm afraid. Okay. So, what do you know about Terminator 2? Have you ever seen any of it? Um, I've seen clips of bits and pieces so the reason why I've never seen it is because in my head it is just a really long movie it's only like what is it two and a bit hours well it always just seems really long and I am not the biggest fan of movies with robots and to me that is what it looks like um I always think the first Terminator looks fun I always think Terminator 2 or I always thought the first Terminator was fun I always think Terminator 2 just looks a bit more serious and a bit less fun. So we'll okay. find out. So what do you expect from Terminator 2? Um, what do you think's going to happen? 
Or what do you know about what happens? I actually don't know much about the plot. I know that, um, what's his face? Is it Robert Patrick? Is yeah. that his name? Yeah. He plays, he plays like a bad robot. And I've seen a bit where he like regrows a, regrows a hand by CGI. Um, and then Linda Hamilton is now a kind of, um, freedom fighter, uh, in the future, I think. I think. Okay. Um, and then that's about all I know. And okay. there's a kid in it. Okay. Um, and I also know that it was like one of the first movies to use like loads and loads of CGI. It has a surprisingly little amount of CGI in it. Actually, I think you'll be surprised by that. It was the first film that properly used CGI, but I think it uses it properly as well in a way, in that there's tons and tons of miniature work and practical effects in it, and those are what still stand out, I think, personally. Um, and the CGI kind of works because they use it sparingly. But, yeah, it was one of the first to use lots of CGI. He experimented with it in the abyss before Terminator 2. Um, <clears throat> and whoever it was, I think it was ILM that did it, Industrial Light and Magic, that did the special effects. And I can remember reading somewhere they had to quickly grow from, like, six people to 36 to be able to manage the special effects that are in the movie, even though there aren't that many. Um, so... Yeah, I I just think it is genuinely one of my well, it probably is genuinely my favorite film along with the Little Mermaid. Uh, do, do you know what I will say is um just to get as a kind of side note when we were kind of listing his movies there, um I have this weird thing with the Alien movies which is I actually forget who directed those movies because in my head the Alien movies are just great movies. So that was why I didn't mention Aliens in the list when I was rhyming them all through because I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that's a James Cameron movie. In my mind, it's just like one of the best movies ever. Mm-hmm. I love the Alien movies. Um, I'm actually not dreading watching this as much as you might think I am because I have to admit it is one of those movies that everybody always talks about as being one of the best movies. And, um, you know, I've heard... Uh, other podcasts who've talked about this movie in terms of the year that you know the Oscars and how it was kind of robbed and different things like that so no I will be interested to watch it it's just one of those movies I've never kind of got off my backside and actually Mm. watched I think if I remember rightly it did win Oscars it won like four technical Oscars and I think James Cameron was really pushing for Linda Hamilton to get recognised for her role um, as yeah. you know, best I, actress or I, best supporting actress, but the genre it's in, it was in those days, it was never going to happen. Well, I mean, I don't necessarily think that's true because you have to think that the movie that it would be up, the, the year that it was up, it could have been up for best picture, was the year that Silence of the Lambs won. So, you know, Silence of the Lambs is a genre movie as well. So, I think there are people who kind of think, you know, if, if it was a genre movie that won that year, then Terminator 2 probably should have got some kind of recognition. I think now it probably would be nominated for Best Picture. Mm. Um, however, I think the chances of any Terminator movie getting any Oscar, Oscar nominations these days is... Oh, jeez, you've, um, you've not even seen Terminator, whatever it's called. Terminator Doctor Who, what's it called? No, I Terminator, don't. what is it called? The one with Amelia Clark. The new one. I can't remember with the two Arnold Schwarzeneggers in it. Um, I haven't seen any oh, other ones. God, I've only seen remember. I've only seen the first. Oh no, I've seen Terminator Salvation. Oh God, that was actually the first movie that I bought on Blu-ray. Oh, 
Well, no, the only reason why I bought it was because I thought it might look quite good on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's a shame about the story. Um, I actually don't remember much. I remember Helena Bonham Carter was on it, and I got quite excited about that. Oh, and that was yeah. All. Does she play a computer? She's the villain, is she not? Spoiler, spoiler alert if you've never seen the movie from like 10 years ago. I can't remember. Um, but I'm pretty sure Helena Bonham Carter plays the villain in it and she has like a robot or a computer or something. Anyway, okay, so what we'll do now is uh, we shall go and watch the film and we'll come back and we'll see what Craig actually thinks of this film. Great. I'm a wee bit scared, but let's do it. I need your clothes, your boots and your motorcycle. <laughs> Twenty-nine-year-old female diagnosed as acute schizoaffective disorder. She believes that a machine called a Terminator was sent back through time to kill her. My son, he's in great danger. Are you the legal guardian of John Connor? What's he done now? There was a guy here this morning looking for him too. Yeah, a big guy on a bike. I wouldn't worry about him. down who sent you you did 35 years from now you reprogrammed me to be your protector here he's a terminator like you right not like me e1000 advanced prototype kill us all with me if you want to live. We don't have much time. Excellent. It's definitely you. Hasta la vista, baby. Okay, so we've just watched Terminator 2 Judgment Day, otherwise known as the best film ever made. So, Craig, what did you think of it? Um, well, it certainly was not the best film ever made. It is. Um, it's not. Um, I actually did enjoy it more than I thought. Um, I will admit, I was obviously more invested than I thought because I did get a bit teary at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, for a James Cameron movie... I was quite surprised by how emotional that ending was. That's emotions not usually his strong suit. Oh, t- Titanic! But Titanic's different. Titanic. I'll never let go. I'll never let go. And then she lets go. Titanic's designed to make you cry. Plus, Titanic does have Kate Winslet in it, and she can just make you cry and everything. But um, no, I actually did. I I enjoyed it. I mean, I could have done with a wee bit less of you know kind of car chasey, punchy bits. You hush your mouth. <laughs> Those uh, are the best bits. Um, I mean, like, the bit towards the end when, like, they were, like, you know, on trucks and stuff to get to the smelting plant did go on a wee bit long for my liking. That's my favourite sequence. <laughs> well, um, 
But no, I did. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's long. I will say that it is. It felt long. So it you did feel long. You can tell it's from an older era of blockbusters. Yeah. You can kind of you can kind of tell that because yeah, it's it's not constant on the go. I think the nice thing about it is though that it does build up the character. Yeah, well. no, I mean, honestly, like, by the end, I was, I must have been invested in it, because as I say, that ending did, I did yeah. shed a couple of tears there. Yeah, and I love that ending. I think it's, I mean, it's, I would say it is probably Arnie's best performance. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he does play that part really well, and it's not because he's playing a robot, it is a genuine character, yeah. and... Like, even compared to, like, the first Terminator movie or whatever, mm. it is probably his best performance that I've seen him give, and I've seen a lot yeah. of Arnie movies. Yeah. Of course, my personal favourite is that one that he did with Sylvester Stallone. What was that again? Escape, Escape Plan. Plan. That's good. That's my favourite Arnie performance. Um, but no, I did like it. Um, I have to say, like, if we're kind of looking at the movie, at the start, there was quite a lot of eye-rolling from me, particularly at the start where they played Bad to the Bone. Oh, I love that but. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, I was like, if the whole movie's going to be like this, this is going to go really badly. But it did really pick up once it Linda was, Hamilton came they into They did it. do that tongue-in-cheek, though. I know they did the tongue-in-cheek, but it just... It, yeah. It just... That I, that didn't really work for me. Linda Hamilton is awesome in that film. She is awesome in yeah. it. Um, and again, she plays, she plays the part brilliantly, yeah. but also it is the emotion... I mean, that is one thing you've got to say about Cameron. He casts a movie well. Yep. I mean, he always casts a movie and he always gets the right actors for the right parts. Mm. That it does help. But no, I liked it. Um, I mean, I took some notes while we were watching it. And, like, you can you can tell how influential it was. Yeah. So, for things like, even, like, down to, like, the design and stuff. Like, the lab at the start. Mm. I was like, oh, that looks like Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. So, you're like, well, clearly that must have influenced Jurassic Park in some way because the two labs look really, really similar. Yeah. You know, when you look at things like, you know, some of the editing, actually I think Michael Bay would do quite well to go back and watch this movie and see how he edit action sequences. For example, the bit when the helicopter came out of the building, uh, the, the motorbike came out of the building and onto the oh, helicopter. I love that bit. It's a brilliant oh. scene. But you think if Michael Bay did that, now you wouldn't be able to see it. No. Um, no um, the other thing that I really liked about it was so like it did kind of address a lot of the cliches which I liked so for example like when Arnie was firing the shotgun he seemed to have endless ammo and I was a bit like you know I know it's what you're supposed to suspend disbelief but I was a bit like well where the hell is he getting all this ammo and then the next thing the kid had a backpack where he's pulling out ammo and giving it to him and it did come point where he's like there's none left mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? and I was like oh I like that because again and, and, you know, in action movies, sometimes you, you question, you go, well, that's completely unbelievable. But at yeah. least it then addressed that. And then, mm. you know, like, I just thought it did that really well. But, no, overall, I actually did enjoy it. The stunt work in it is still amazing. The stunt work that's in it is brilliant. That sequence through the sewer is just amazing. Yeah. The one where uh, the the bit that you say where they, have, they jump the bike out of the building and onto the, uh, the T-1000s, clings onto the the helicopter that's amazing the whole smelting area is amazing Uh, the the T-1000 dying at the end does look a wee bit ropey these days I'll admit I actually thought that looked alright yeah you can just 
it's it's pushing it at that point, but the rest of it, I, I thought the CGI was great. Still, and I actually disagree with that. I think that bit looked better than a lot of the earlier stuff. Right, a lot of the earlier stuff where they're clearly trying to make it look like Robert Patrick's face. I kind of thought it didn't look as good at certain points. I thought at the end when it was kind of writhing in the liquid metal, because it was writhing and because there was stuff jumping up, it disguised it a wee bit. So Mm. although you kind of... I actually did think that looked a bit better than a lot of the CGI. But in general, considering that CGI is, what, 27 years old? Yeah. It looks pretty damn good. I think it is because what... I think part of it is what I mentioned before we watched the film where... uh, they use it sparingly, you know, it's not, like, every scene does not have CGI in it. They use it sparingly. They've obviously taken their time, spent, well, they did spend a lot of money on it. It was, like, the most expensive movie of the time. Um, So you can tell that they wanted to do it well. Yeah. So, no, I I like those bits. Um, I also like the fact that Arnie kind of just became an extension of the kid. Like, he just became, like, a big kid. Mm -hmm. And again, I thought that was good because at the end... It had complete you like he had completely endeared himself to you. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would say though is, I mean, there were some kind of ropey bits for me. Um, for example, why did every actor who was supposed to be the T one thousand and another um guys have to do big eyes like that? Just I don't know if maybe that had been a direction again, but everybody who had been who was clearly supposed to be the T one thousand just did big eyes. As if to say, oh, you know, I'm not the actual person. That annoyed me. I can't remember if they blinked or not. I can't remember. remember. Um, it might have been that, but I could just be imagining that. Now, I know that it was done so that she kind of... So there was a, but see the bit when the guy licked her face? Yeah. I, mm, you know, okay, again, the movie's 27 years old, but that kind of bit, I was like, that's a bit... So I did mention when we started watching this and I noticed that was the theatrical version we watched. If you watch the extended version, you see he is just a sleazy character. And there's well, no, a bit you... there's a bit more there's a bit more uh, what's the word? There's a bit more substance to it and a bit more Whereas it, it, like in the version that we just watched, it did just feel a wee bit it gratuitous. Feels... Yeah, so yeah. that so it that feels she out of place. so that you kinda it felt a wee bit out of place and it felt like you were kind of, it was there just so that you were kind of on her side. Yeah. No. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I My favourite bit of the entire movie and, I, and I, it was just a stupid moment but I really loved it was the bit when Arnie was on the motorbike and he was shooting the shotgun and as he was shooting the shotgun one-handed while riding a motorbike one-handed he kept reloading the mm-hmm. shotgun. I just thought that was a really cool moment and I was just like that's kind of my kind of action movie yeah. moment. Do you know what I mean? He I totally, just, when he was filming that, he knackered his hand up because he wasn't allowed to wear a glove and he kept getting his hand stuck in the mechanism as he was twirling it. So he completely knackered his hands up. But I think it was worth it because it's cool as anything. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was, that was the bit where I genuinely did start to like it because yeah. I thought, that's just so fun. Yeah. And, you know, and I do think that is one of the things that this movie did have gone for it was it was fun. It was fun. But there was enough going on yeah. that, you know, you kind of... For, as I say, there was some character development there. There was a decent enough plot. Mm-hmm. You know, as I say, it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. Oh, well, as. But I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, there were cliched bits as well. Like, the voiceover did not work for me at all. The voiceovers, 
Uh, yes, it's debatable. To me, there's only like two movies where a voiceover's ever worked, and one's all about Eve, which we will talk about on this podcast at some point and watch, and the other one's Sunset Boulevard, which again, we probably will watch at some point. Um, other than that, I don't think voiceovers in movies work. I'm a big fan of kind of show me, don't tell me. And particularly in this movie, I didn't need Linda Hamilton to keep telling me these things. I just felt that the voiceover was completely redundant in this. You can kind of tell the voiceover was put in just to shorten the film because it was too long. But even I didn't even yeah. think that the film that the film required it because I felt that they had actually showed you everything. Unless unless you're completely devoid of human kind of emotion or unless you can't think like a human. You got what the what yeah. the voiceover was telling you. Some people are stupid. Yeah. Okay. But for me, that was and then um, just some of the cliched bits, like when they realised that she was going to the guy's house to like kill him because he's and the kids like she's gonna blow him away, and I was like, oh for God's sake! <laughs> I love that. But uh, you know, I mean, it was my problem was, I think there was there was so much kind of good stuff in it that for me the dafter bits were a wee bit unforgivable. Oh, you know, no. I, I just... No, but I think the problem was I just felt the daft bits weren't really needed. Um, There's no daft bits in that film. The other thing I would say wrong. is obviously watching it kind of 27 years after the movie was released, it doesn't have the same kind of impact. So obviously, you know about Come With Me If You Want To Live and Hasta La Vista, baby. You know, you know, you know about these things. You know before you watch the film that in this film, Arnie's a goodie. That's part of the problem of it it's back in the day nobody knew that was what was going to be in that film it's not necessarily that he's a goodie it is just that there's so much of that movie is popular culture yeah. do you know what i mean and there's so much of it has come into the vocabulary and i mean things like obviously the simpsons kind of ripped the mince out of that film really badly as well we're like um what's his face and you know the character who's supposed to be arnie in the simpsons mm-hmm. um and obviously, like, they did a lot of that stuff and then it's been referenced so many times that the problem was, I imagine when you first saw the movie, like, those bits, when he says those things, are like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Whereas for me, I was like, oh, yeah, so that's when he says that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it didn't really have the massive impact mm-hmm. that it probably was designed to have when it first came out. But that didn't mean I didn't enjoy seeing those bits. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to admit, the bit when he says, ask the La Vista, baby, and then shoots him is brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do, and, I, and like that kind of thing again, when she's on the floor and he's like, come with me if you want to live and you're like, right, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no Sarah Connor, yes, and then he like shoots her. But, Sarah Connor, yes, bam. Yeah. That Pitch is, goes down. That is good. What's that from? Scream? It might be Scream actually. Yeah. Um, but no, um, surprisingly, I did actually enjoy it. Oh, I am shocked. I thought you were going to hate it. I thought but, you were absolutely going to hate it because it, of all the car chases, because of all the action scenes. Do you know why I liked it, though? It wasn't too robot-y. It's not necessarily yeah. car chases because, as you know, I'm a huge Bond fan, so I don't mind a car chase. I don't mind an action sequence. But my one thing that I'm not massively keen on is movies about robots. Robots don't interest me at all. Yeah, but and again, ro- movies about robots should never actually be about robots, though. No, and no. that one isn't either. That's about humanity, and that's about what humanity is and how we no. need to think about it. And... And, and I get that, but for me, using robots to kind of comment on other things yeah. just doesn't work for me. You're thinking about Transformers, aren't you? 
No, I'm not. I like the first Transformers, actually. I'm yeah. thinking of Pacific Rim. I mean... Oh, don't start. I'm not starting. I'm just saying I don't like You don't that. have to mention it every single time. I'm not going to mention it every single time. I love Pacific Rim. I know. Enough. But then move I liked on. Crimson Peak and you didn't like no, that. that was rubbish. Right, so exactly. Right, Swings and roundabouts. But, no, I wasn't too robot and the robot the robots had been done in a way that, you know, it was quite cool robots. Do you know they're what I mean? Not, they're not robots, they're cybernetic organisms. Oh, for God's sake, it's a robot by a different name. Anyway. Anyway. Okay, good. So, first, well, first week's was a disaster, but... This week's Well no, I do think I do okay. think this movie could have been improved by the presence of Viola Davis. Oh goodness sake. Um, she would have been a bit goodness knows how young when it was released, so let's not go there. Um I I'm I, I have to admit I would watch the new one that's coming out if Linda Hamilton's gonna be in it. Yeah, she's the best um, thing about those movies. If she's not, I, I've got I've seen bits of the third one with Claire Danes. Oh. Back when she decided she needed money. And that's the one where the Terminatrix blows up her boobs at one point. Yeah, yeah that's no. not. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, I haven't seen the new one because it looked terrible. It was alright, but it wasn't very good. Do you know the weird thing about the new one, though, is, like, Alan Taylor, the guy that directed that, right, he directed some of the best episodes of Game of Thrones. And in the two movies that he's made have been really ropey because he made the second Thor movie. Which oh, is probably the well? worst of the three. Yeah. So it's like, mm, you know, he yeah, stick to television. Maybe he'd be better going back to TV. Yeah. Um. Well, that's why Amelia Clarkson in that that Terminator uh, movie is because he directed yeah, her in TV. Game of Thrones. Stick to TV. Um, but no, I I did I I I think we could call that a relative success. Success. Um. Okay. And yes, perhaps I will watch more sci-fi. Yeah, you definitely will. Okay, so what's going to be next episode? So in two weeks' time, we'll be back again. It's your turn this time. I am not looking forward to this. So the next movie, um, I've decided that we're going to go for something a bit shorter, with more laughs, and just something a bit more fun, because we're kind of going into the Christmas period, so you don't want to watch anything too heavy. Um. So I've decided that we're going to watch uh, 1972's What's Up Doc, which is a screwball comedy starring Ryan O'Neill and two of my favourite actresses, Madeline Kahn, who you probably won't know. Um, I know who Madeline Kahn is. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Um, and also there's this um, really unknown actress called Barbara Streisand in it. Oh, no. So... Oh. So basically, you've started with Arnie, I'm starting with Babs. Oh, God. Oh, I really don't want to see any films with Babs in it. Well, I would get used to it because you're probably going to see quite a lot of them in this podcast. Sounds awful. You'll enjoy it. Okay. It'll be good. It's fun. It's funny. And I think, yeah, let's try it and see how you get on. So we'll see you in two weeks for What's Up Doc. If you haven't seen it, try and watch it before we discuss it. Um, It's definitely worth your time. And if you want to send us feedback in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter at I'm not watching. And um, if you want to email us, our email is I'm not watching that at outlook.com. And soon we'll have a Facebook page as well. Once I get time to do it, um, I'll do it probably in the next couple of weeks and we'll get the Facebook up and running as well. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
This week's episode of I'm Not Watching That is brought to you by Shoes. Buy Shoes. They're good for your feet. 